Hi, I'm Jim, and I'm a member of the Best of Us Investors community. I hope that you'll join us and become a part of us. I've taken a break for a while and been doing some research and basically have been trying to catch up to date with everything that's been going on in the market and trying to deal with all the uh, interesting things that I've seen happen over the past month. So I'm going to start with uh, someone that, that I watch on a weekly basis, uh, Crypto Casey, and I want to give a response to her videos. If you have taken the time to watch her three-part series on our economic market and where it stands in the crypto market specifically, uh, she talks at length about how Tether is a problem for the market because it's underfunded. She also talks about the fact that uh, the federal government obviously is printing dollars at an alarming rate and uh, giving, giving money to the banks, and banks are lending out to institutions and companies, some solvent, some that uh, could become insolvent, so being labeled as zombie companies. Uh, but what's really happening as of late is that uh, nobody really wants the cash, but at the same time, the banks themselves don't want to give out loans because they're afraid that uh, people that are they're going to give the loans to, they don't have uh, good collateral, so they're afraid of being paid back. So that was causing kind of a little bit of a tumble in the market. But we have many issues going on, as Crypto Casey talks about. For instance, um, a lot of the loans that are being funded are under collateralized. We're used to that with our banks um, and how they do uh, basically most of their uh, loans that they give out. 90% of the loans that they do give out doesn't need to be uh, backed by money. Uh, they only have to have 10% of the money that they claim to have on their balance sheets in order to give out those loans. So that's an issue in and of itself. So what's been happening? Well, as of late, banks have not been giving out loans. So we have had uh, a pretty big downturn in the market. Uh, not to mention we've had issues with um, the mortgage defaults that have happened. Uh, because of the moratorium, uh, so that's that's come to fruition in the in the past few weeks. Uh, so actually, actually in the past few days, actually in the past week or so, uh, so that could have issues. Uh, but basically, her last video that she talked about stemmed from the fact that she was basically a little bit more bullish because the Fed stepped in and is actually uh, for the repo market and basically is giving collateralized loans both domestically and also internationally. They set up two different uh, entities, one domestic to give out loans and one on the international level. So that's an issue that we're dealing with. Best of Us Investors presents Jim Wells. Crypto Casey also talks about the fact that Heather is way underfunded and it is what is, she claims that it is what is responsible for the pump up of the Bitcoin price over the past six months. Now, with that being said, I'm not sure how much Tether had a role to play in that as much as institutional investors. Bitcoin's price went up from a dollar to a thousand dollars without Tether even being involved in the entire market. So 
Uh, Bitcoin is its own entity. It doesn't, obviously, I don't believe it needs Tether. Uh, but Tether might have had part of the effect in terms of pumping up the market. So that's my opinion, kind of my response to uh, Crypto Casey's analysis of the situation. Moving on to ETH. The London hard fork is supposed to be coming here in the next couple of days. Um, and this looks like it's going to be a catalyst for Ether uh, and for Ethereum moving forward. Uh, you're seeing the price of Ether go up. And I think that uh, a lot of people are thinking that this will be a catalyst here in the coming months and for the remainder of the bull cycle. And obviously I have uh, ETH, Bitcoin, and Cardano as my top three in my portfolio. So um, why is the rise, why are we seeing the rise in this market? Um, no one is really sure, uh, but they do, the, the short squeeze has been in play. Uh, you've seen a lot of, um, of uh, whales that have been basically uh, hodling and uh, also there's been a lot of short sellers in the market uh, that basically had to, um, they, they got called basically. So uh, that drove up the price of Bitcoin. That's, that's one of the theories that has happened. Um, with that being said, I do think you're, th you're seeing a lot of institutional investors continue to pour into the market during this time. And most people would say, most of your YouTubers and professionals would say that we are only halfway through this bull cycle. So moving on to Cardano. Cardano is the, in the midst of, it's Alonzo hard fork. Obviously it's moving on to the purple stage and uh, we're headed for smart contracts in Cardano. I've talked a lot about Cardano in this channel and it's a, one of my top holdings. And I think you could see in the next couple of months, Cardano continue to uh, move forward and pump because of the ability of smart contracts. And if everything goes as planned, uh, I think it's going to give ETH a run for its money in terms of being the um, entity in the platform uh, that can hold smart contracts and also not having to pay the gas fees, the exorbitant gas fees that you're seeing on ETH right now. So. Uh, ETH is coming to play with 2.0 at some point, uh, so we'll see how that takes and how that affects their gas fees also. So, so they're basically in competition. I do think the two can work together. Uh, I've heard some YouTubers talk about the fact, you know, can Cardano replace ETH's uh, market cap? And I think it's a possibility. I, don't, I think you're going to see ETH go up and Cardano go up at the same time. Uh, but what I'm looking for Cardano to do is to replace ETH's current market cap so, um, and see if that's, that's feasible. So, um, moving on. So, crypto strategies. Okay. So, um, are you a hodler or are you someone that's going to play out the rest of the cycle? Um, a lot of the analysts do believe that we are still at a halfway point of this uh, bull market. And so are you going to look for price points to get out? Um, if you are going to hodl uh, and continue to buy, I would continue to dollar cost average and I would continue to buy on pullbacks. That's really been my strategy in 20 and 40% pullbacks. I made a major buy uh, right around the $29,000, $30,000 range. Um, and I've been con uh, continuing to dollar cost average. 
I did buy a 20% drop from, from the highs and then again at a 40 to 50% drop. And besides that, I've been dollar cost averaging. So I haven't sold any. Um, and I wasn't planning on it unless you just see a huge pump in the short term. I'm looking for a steady increase over time. I think that's the healthiest way uh, for this market to move forward. But if we do see a major pump in the next few months, then I will definitely take some profits. So what are we looking at in terms of price points? So if you look at all the analysts, um, the articles that I've read, and most of the YouTubers that have been talking about what are the major price points for these different cryptocurrencies, if you look, okay, we're looking at Bitcoin and anywhere from 100 to 120,000. And ETH is looking like the range is somewhere between 8 and 20K possibility. And Cardano, we are looking for that to get from somewhere between an $8 to $15 price point. Okay, so let's talk about the safest crypto asset. So some people are very comfortable putting their money in stable coins. Now, I would refute that. Uh, maybe on the short term to transfer your money, I, I think it's a, it's a uh, way to do it. And it's a, if you hold it in the short term, I don't think it's a huge threat. But as far as investing, I, I don't think it's safe. Uh, and I don't think it is a, a good way or a store of value uh, over the long term, uh, especially USDT, USDT tether. Uh, it is underfunded. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with it in the future. I think USD coin is a much better, uh, it's much safer stable coin. Uh, I think they're still trying to work out the bugs with DAI at this point, uh, which is based on the uh, crypto uh, assets as, as opposed to uh, the US dollar. Also, you have to worry about stable coins uh, devaluing at the same rate or debasing at the same rate as the US dollar. So. Long term, if you are concerned about your altcoins and or you're playing the cycles and you want to take some profits, I would encourage you to put your money in Bitcoin. Again, this is not financial advice, but this is the road that I'm going to probably take. Uh, I might take some profits in dollars, but I also will probably your ADA and your ETH. I feel much more comfortable. Uh, with my profits in Bitcoin. Now, why is that? Well, Bitcoin is digital real estate. Both Cardano and ETH and, and the rest of these altcoins I look at as companies, okay, it's as opposed to a true store of wealth, a true currency um, and a store of wealth. So uh, Michael Saylor talks about it at length, how it's actually digital real estate. And uh, if you believe in that, if you believe that uh, Bitcoin is going to be uh, the um, store of value leading in the future where digital real estate will be built upon on the second and third layer solutions, and uh, there is a finite amount of it, uh, and there is a scarcity issue. So in my book, for those reasons, I see it as a much safer entity. Other entities that I think that are safer than cash include real estate, regular real estate, and possibly your blue chip uh, commodities, equities, um, technology equities like Apple, who have a chance of making products 
at a, and and basically turning profits at a higher rate than the devaluation or debasement of the U.S. dollar. Again, my opinions, my thoughts, uh, based on the professionals like Michael Saylor and others that are talk that are very concerned about the devaluing of U.S. dollar. If you listen to Bitcoin late, or excuse me, Bitboy lately, uh, he thinks just the opposite is going to happen. If you tuned into his uh, latest uh, cast and uh, videos, he basically talks about the fact that we could be seeing a increase in the value of the dollar moving forward here, uh, based on his sources, which he hasn't revealed, uh, but he's one of the only ones that I have heard uh, that hasn't been talking about the devaluing or debasement. So you might want to check that out, see what he has to say. It's basically all I have to say at this point. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.